Hello, my name is Pastor John Hardman with the Quincy Church of the Nazarene. Today's date is June 19th, 2022. Happy Father's Day. Uh, the text I'll be preaching from today will come from Galatians chapter 3, beginning at verse 23. The Apostle Paul's letter to the church in Galatia was in response to the teaching that just faith in Christ wasn't enough. There was a teaching that taught that one needs Christ plus keeping the Mosaic law as well, plus circumcision. Addressing this issue last week, Paul taught that one is justified because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. That faith in Jesus alone is what makes us right before God. Again, our text is Galatians chapter 3, and I'll beginning, be, be, begin reading at verse 3. Before this faith came, we were held pit prisoners by the law, locked up until faith should be revealed, so that the law was put in charge to lead us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. Now that faith has come. We no longer, excuse me, we are no longer under the supervision of the law. You are all children of God through faith in Jesus Christ. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor free, female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. The reading of God's word. Bow your heads with me, please. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, these are uh, good, encouraging words. Uh, Jesus and Jesus' forgiveness of sin and faith, faith in Christ Jesus is enough to make us right in God's sight. Thank you for this, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. What Paul is, is addressing in his letter to the Galatians is what we battle with every day. <laughs> with that in mind, we need to be mindful that Paul is addressing Christians and not non-believers or unbelievers. The Galatian church believed in Jesus for the forgiveness of their sins. But then came legalistic Christian Jews that thought that they needed more, <laughs> to do more. To be more. Today is no different. Faith alone in Jesus doesn't seem like it should be enough, so we try to supplement our faith by adding to it. Why? <laughs> because simple faith in Christ is too easy. Sometimes we are like the man who is shouting, Help! as he dangled helplessly from the edge of the cliff. Can anyone up there help me? Yes, answered a heavenly voice. I'll help you, but first you must let go. Let go, gasped the man, but I'd fall. I'll catch you, replied the voice. After a long pause, the man called out. Can anyone else up there help me? This is a funny story that illustrates our refusal to accept God's offer of salvation. Paul has clearly taught that faith in Christ was the only way to salvation, but we cry out for another way. 
We want to hang on to the rope of good works or other things that bring us a feeling of self-worth rather than God's simple way of faith. As a rhetorical question, how often have we tried, you and I, to make ourselves feel better about our salvation by doing more or working harder or even giving more? Because we think God might be happier with us if we do. Just accepting Christ's forgiveness for our sins seems way too easy. So I must do this or that, etc. But the fact is, our justification is by faith in Christ alone. Verse 23 states that before Christ came, we were held prisoners to the law. Verse 24 explains that the law was put in charge to lead us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. That phrase, put in charge, is a little fun expression in the Greek language. It refers to something like a strict nanny. <laughs> Not your neighborhood little teenager who was a pushover, but one more like a drill sergeant. In Jewish culture, this strict person would accompany the child everywhere they would go, making sure they told the line every step of the way, every minute of the day. By comparing to the law to this nanny image, we learn that the law was given to point out sin and to threaten great punishment if God's people didn't straighten up. <laughs> this concept was burdensome and impossible to maintain. Then God brought hope to mankind's hopelessness in the most amazing way. He sent Jesus Christ into the world. Through Christ, faith has come into the world and we are no longer held captive by the law. Furthermore, concerning Jesus Christ, John 1.14 states this, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of his one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus became flesh. He made his dwelling among men. The disciples, several witnesses, have seen the glory and testified that he was the one and only. And this one and only Jesus Christ is full of grace and truth. Jesus being the law applies it with grace and truth. That makes all the difference. Verse 25 of our text, Now that faith has come, we are no longer under supervision of the law. The rest of our text is more applying this knowledge to our lives. For you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Paul is saying that through Christ you are no longer, uh, you, you no longer need the constant supervision of a strict nanny, the law. But there's more. Through faith in Christ, you are now included into God's family. <laughs> Pretty exciting stuff. How does it feel to have been chosen over uh, and then adopted? Feels pretty good, doesn't it? I love the story of how the little girl felt sorry for the neighborhood children. Uh, they didn't have a choice. They were just born into their family. She felt special because she was chosen by her parents. 
<laughs> Verse uh, 27 mentions the phrase that says, clothe yourself with Christ. The imagery of taking off the garments of sin and self, then being washed through the forgiveness of Christ, and then the image of putting on Christ. That picture of putting on Christ, much like a garment that covers you, where the image seen by the world, seen by others, is not yours, your image, but that of Christ Jesus in you. And then verse 28 is one of the most inclusive verses in the Bible. In Christ, it doesn't matter what nationality you are. Praise God. In Christ, your economic status does not matter. <laughs> We're all equal through Christ. In Christ, being born a male or female doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is that Jesus Christ is your Savior. Because in Christ, you are one in Christ Jesus. Listen to how Eugene Peterson words verse 28. In Christ's family, there can be no division into Jew and non-Jew, slave and free, male and female. Among us, you are all equal. That is, we are all in a common relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. After Christ, all other identities take a second row, take a second seat. This is good news for our world today. Through Jesus, all barriers are broken down. This teaching and lifestyle should be a magnet to those in the world today. Obviously, we are all different on the outside, but through Christ Jesus, we are unified by a unified body of believers. All believers are in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, verse 29 tells us, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. <laughs> that means those who belong to Christ are the true children of Abraham. This is good news for the Gentile, but with heart stopping, but was heart stopping for the Jews. They believed that they were automatically God's children because they were Abraham's descendants. Here, Paul is, says, not so fast. Through belief in Jesus Christ, all who ask for forgiveness of their sins are Abraham's spiritual children. Abraham's children are those who respond to God in faith. Because of that, we are heirs. There's more. All the promises God gave to Abraham belong to us as well. What can we conclude? Grace is superior to the law. Grace unites us to God and unites us to one another in a way that the law could not. All of that to say, justification by faith is superior to the law. All of this was done at a price. Our salvation was bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus made everything possible by being part of God's plan to redeem fallen man. Our response is to not take Christ's sacrifice for granted and by being grateful. Thank you, Jesus. A.A. A. Jameson wrote these words to describe how he fell after being saved. I am redeemed, all glory to the Lamb. 
saved from all sin, and purified I am. Bought by the blood that flowed from Calvary, for the Lord has made me free. Hallelujah, I am free. I am redeemed, my ransom has been paid. All of my guilt on Jesus has been laid. From all my sins, I now have liberty. Hallelujah, I am free. I am redeemed from I am redeemed, my bondage now is past. I was a slave, but I am free at last. Once I was blind, but now the light I see. Hallelujah, I am free. I am redeemed, my song shall ever be. Both while on earth and for eternity. Praise be to God for all he has done. Hallelujah, I am free. Are you free today? Through Christ Jesus, you can be. Bow your heads with me, please. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, these are uh, uh, trying times that we are living in. So much chaos, so much diversity. But Father, in Christ, and in Christ alone, we can have oneness, completeness. We can become part of the family of God. So Lord, we recognize it is through faith and we don't know what else to say except thank you for what you did for us, have done for us on the cross. In Jesus' name, amen. Until we meet again, God bless you and bye.